everybody, and welcome to Book It Vince, the wrestling dream match podcast on the internet. I'm one of your hosts, Martin Bennett. And with me, as always, is the dirtiest player in the game, Anthony Hall. Woo! I showered today. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Not actually dirty, meta- metaphorically dirty, or whatever it is. I need to buy new underwear. Woo! <laughs> Styling and profiling. <laughs> I'll probably do my laundry later after putting it off for several weeks. Woo! <laughs> nice. All right. Well, we got a good episode for you today. As always, please make sure to follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to your podcast or come watch us on YouTube and watch the video version. Sometimes mm-hmm. Anthony does a weird camera thing that uh, annoys me slightly but is really funny <laughs> at the same time uh no <laughs> also come come see our cool wrestling t-shirts something that i That's true uh, something that i don't uh disclose or that i haven't disclosed yet is like whenever i'm out at the mall and i'm like oh i can afford to buy a new wrestling t-shirt this month i will buy one and uh i always look forward to recording with a new one and uh today I have a, a AEW wrestling the mocks yeah, t-shirt the on. Shirt. That's good. And in our last uh, episode, I think I was wearing my Lucha Brothers one, which is also there, there's some there's some really really good uh, shop AEW is killing it. Honestly, I love I love all their designs. And hey stuff. man, send us some stuff, shop AEW. <laughs> if you're listening to this. <laughs> We love you. Send us some stuff. Oh, man. Wrestling I, I, I loved it. And not to uh, suck AEW's dick even harder than we already do. Um, honestly, I love the fact that they use. OK, so this is a weird thing about me before we get into our <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry. Um, so I have horrible um, eczema. Uh, so like. Uh, 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 comfortability of of shirts is very important to me, and mm-hmm. I'm so happy that AEW uh, merchandise uses Gildan shirts because they are the most comfortable, like um, uh, 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 sensitive, like fab. They use the best cotton, and so I always look for does what brand does this uh, mm-hmm. company use in terms of shirts. And as soon as I saw they use Gildan, I was like, oh yes, perfect. I'm gonna get so many shirts from this store. Yeah, so, and so, they're not like super stiff either. They look no, nice. and, they don't, and and nice I and I've light. had mine for a while, and they haven't shrunk, which is great. That's great. So, great. anyways, so shop AEW Pro Wrestling tees. shirts, baby. It's not an ad. This is not an ad. <laughs> All right, but rain energy. Send us some cans. I brother. mean, yes, please send. Please send me rain energy. I, I spend so much money drinking this stuff. Marty drinks rain energy every episode. You guys send us some. Send us it, some cans. It just helps me get through. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, diving into this week's episode, um, it's Anthony's turn to challenge me so anthony what is what 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 are we doing this week all right so these wrestlers have wrestled each other before okay in the wwe right but they have not wrestled each other uh in this wrestler's current form current name uh gimmick and 
I think would be very exciting. So okay. it's very fitting because I'm wearing his shirt. Ooh. John Moxley versus Raw Van Dam. Hmm. That's I like right. It. I like it. Rob Van Dam is so. Rob Van Dam is such an interesting <laughs> person. It's such an interesting person. Well, it's because, like, you know, my, I, I, I kind of stopped following Rob Van Dam's career after he left WWE because I didn't really know about like independent stuff and everything. Mm. And then suddenly he shows up and he's on Impact, and he has like his multiple girlfriends. Amen. And <laughs> and he's he's a. a He's, Free soul. He's smoking J's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and he's getting high and he's in bubble baths with his women. And, and I'm just like, what? I remember Rob Van Dam as the like peppy go lucky, like I'm frog splashing, crazy yeah. high flying dude. And then all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, you're the pro- you got problems. <laughs> <laughs> you got I don't no, know, man. I th- but I but think at the same time, yeah, it's yeah. very entertaining. And I mean, it makes him a, a really good heel. Yeah. So. So Rob Van Dam and Dean Ambrose have wrestled each other before. They wrestled each other on like a SummerSlam pre-show like seven right. years ago. And it was for That's the. Crazy. It was for the United States Championship. Uh, Dean Ambrose had it at that time. And Rob Van Dam uh, was challenging for it. And RVD hits a frog splash. And it looks like he's about to pin Dean Ambrose for the win. And Roman Reigns comes in and spears RVD. Oh, wow. That's cool. (laughs) And then the the shield leave the ring. And uh, RVD obviously wins the match by disqualification. But Dean Ambrose is still the champ. Right. What I want to see now is like, yeah, maybe... It could be current RVD, like it would be different, but it'd be an easier distinction between who is face and who is heel. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I do like how exciting like peak RVD. I mean, I guess he could still do the moves. It's he still just does like, all the moves. It's just like yeah. what is his character? And I mean, yeah, it just helps him with being still a heel. And it would be a pretty, it would honestly still be a pretty crazy pop of. RVD showing up in AEW to yeah. challenge Moxley. And Mox. I and and I think what Mox right now is very good at in his current position as the AEW champion. Because we all know he's fucking losing to Kenny Omega. <laughs> yeah. We know it. Yeah. It's going to happen. At Revolution, Kenny Omega is going to beat John Moxley. But what he's what Mox is doing really well right now is he is showcasing different talent and in interesting ways and different ways to like make not necessarily stars of these people, but just show them how show people how good these people are. And yeah. like, sure, you had I mean, we just came off of him facing Eddie, Eddie Kingston. And that yeah. was amazing. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, You know. Him versus Lance Archer, it, because of COVID and stuff, it didn't really get to like pan out the way we, people wanted it to, probably. Yeah. But still, it was this 
really entertaining like it's always john coming up as like uh like trying to overcome something and even like mm. moxley versus mjf was great and it didn't hurt mjf to lose no it made mjf look pretty awesome actually like that little mini feud was like really fun to watch with mm-hmm. like trying to ban the paradigm shift and because that's, that's the yeah. other thing you look at moxley's reign he hasn't had really like a main feud through his reign. No, all, he's, a, they, he's had a bunch of mini ones. Yeah, they've basically. all been small little things of him overcoming someone and then moving on to the next person. So I think yeah. that's what it could be is it could be like a like, you know, oh, yeah, I'm looking towards Kenny. I'm going to try to hold on to this title. I'm going to look. I'm looking towards Kenny in the future. And then Rob Van Dam shows up. <laughs> yeah. RVD. Like, yeah. He's... And it becomes a two month feud or whatever. Yeah. He could definitely show up. And I think that's probably the direction we want to go with this is like, is RVD. It, I don't want to say he's a stopgap because like, I mean, we, th- it's pretty clear that Moxley will retain in this feud, but it, it will be very entertaining for him and his girlfriends to appear in <laughs> AEW just it, twerking and smoking J's and you know living the life it's this thing of it, it's I mean it's this thing of it it's this argument that I keep making for AEW which always kind of sounds dumb is that because then the retaliation is like well, a, well WWE does that too but AEW just does it better I'm sorry um, I think that AEW, you know who's going to win, but it almost doesn't matter because it's more about how they're going to get there. That's important. We know mm-hmm. that Kenny is going to beat him. I we everybody basically knew that the final of that uh, number one contenders tournament was going to be Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. We knew that yeah. Kenny was going to win. We know that Kenny is going to beat Moxley, mm-hmm. but it's like but it's we knew that Darby was going to beat Cody. Like we as soon as they added the stipulation to the Bucks versus FTR match, knew that the Bucks were going to win. Yeah, but it's not about that. It's about how you get there. Well, I think that WWE kind of suffers with that. You know what's going to be the finish. And but then the, the way they get there isn't that interesting. The caveat to that is the Roman Reigns stuff, because it's great. Yeah, like, you know, Roman is going to win in whatever match. But yeah. it's get how is it get there? That's interesting. And they need to do more of that. And that's what great about this is like, yeah, Moxley will 100 percent win. But how are they going to get there? What's going to be the story that takes them to that point? Yeah. Um, and what is the story that will well, I think <laughs> RVD? I mean, what it. I think is, is with Moxley, it doesn't ever seem like it's that complicated of story um, yeah. because I don't think his character warrants that really. Um like complicated story i think it's you know it is this thing of like usually the person that is challenging him is the driving force of the story like with kingston it was kingston sort of like needing to backstab and and do the stuff that he didn't want to do in the wrestling world to get to the point where he what was challenging for a world title with mjf it was this thing of making a statement and showing that he's the future of AEW and like, and through all that Moxley didn't do much (laughs) in terms of character because he just was himself. 
in sort of yeah. but he did have good responses to it i'm not saying that moxley is a boring character i'm saying that he's a simple character and so he doesn't have to respond in like you know t- telling giving giant long promos or whatever he he sort of is methodical in the sense that he like keeps it short and simple as to the reasons why he does what he does yeah and so it's that thing of like what does rvd bring to the table where i think it's this thing of like it could be as simple as rvd sees mox as like um you know you're doing great i've watched you come up through this but uh it but i don't really know actually it 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 could be this thing of like it's just simply you know i'm a seasoned vet in this sport and you're doing good but you've kind of gotten to pick and choose who you really want to fight and you got into situations where you you know you you had the advantage or or you know it, like you know you 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 kind of were got lucky maybe. yeah yeah sure i i like that that he's like like i've been watching you from afar i've watched you since before you were john moxley it, and i yeah. yeah yeah and it's like and i have i have the experience like i'm hardcore man <laughs> could this be the thing where he's like you know what i want a piece of my i want a piece of the pie yeah it's like it's like john you're being selfish <laughs> yeah hey yeah, okay, you're being it selfish. could be it could be he comes in he's like hey john remember me he tries to be cool and stuff and then john's yeah. and moxie's just like what are you really up to rvd yeah yeah <laughs> and then that, like blows him off yeah he's like Ugh. okay it's just like everybody's like rvd woo and then and moxley's just sort of like mm-hmm sure you're suddenly coming to me and and and, and want to be friends. Yeah. Like maybe that's how it starts off. Where it's like, you want to be friends. You want to smoke a J with me. <laughs> you want to come you into w- my hot tub with my to come to the hot 16 tub. wives. Uh, <laughs> my my two my two wives and my girlfriend. Uh yeah, yeah. He's like you he's like inviting him to a party and stuff. And and Mox is just like not having any of it because he's just like stoic and Broody all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He's like, come on, man. We've but, been through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could, it could it could be it could be it could really be that because then it's this sort of thing of like uh and then you can have uh, RVD like do like a match here or there. Yeah. Where it's like, oh yeah, I remember Rob Van Dam, everybody's doing the Rob yeah. Van Dam. Yeah. It's like, woo. And then maybe like they go into like a tag team match or something like that, where it's like, I don't know, like Brian Cage and Ricky Starks or something like that. And it starts out as like RVD's kind of like on the face side, but everybody's still kind of like, like he kind of is acting sort of weird and kind of, uh, um, like, like, a like, a like, a not creepy, <laughs> but he's kind of act. He's kind of, got this sort of character of like sleazy yeah he's kind of yeah he's kind of sleazy i think yeah i think he uh probably will get into it with paz like because they go from like ecw right so he's like he's probably like oh man taz he tries to join team taz and (laughs) taz is like no you're you are 
so weird. <laughs> like, I don't want you, your many wives, oh, no, 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 your no. <laughs> no, I think I think Taz would be like Rob. At one point, I would one hundred. I I would. You wouldn't even have to ask, and you'd yeah, be I would have said yes. But I yeah. don't need someone. I don't need someone who's uh, uh, worn out and broken. Yeah. I like that. And that's where some people then kind of like some people are kind of like, I agree with Taz. And and some people are like, no, come on. You can't say that about Rob Van Dam. He's a legend. And then that's maybe where Mox is kind of like. Kind of right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't want this whole episode to be shitting on Rob Van Dam. He's a mate. He's an amazing performer. It's just this weird character shift where (laughs) I honestly don't know if it's actually a portrayal of his real life. (laughs) I don't know if it if it. If they're just like, hey, Rob, do whatever you want. It's entertaining. And he's like. <laughs> Who do you think RVD would align himself with in AEW? Do you think he like would hang out with like Kip Sabian? And, no. And Miro? Um, you, think he, you think he would hang out with um, Joey Janela, maybe? Maybe, yeah. It's Him a- and Joey Janela would, pro- would maybe tag. Like, let's say like Sunny Kiss is like off doing something um, that is more legitimate. Maybe like. Uh, challenging for the TNT title again, maybe. And Joey Jan- Janela. Yeah, I think Janela would be would be good. Uh, maybe the hybrid two. Oh, actually, that's hilarious. Yeah, the hybrid two would be amazing. Um, just because it's like their style, you know, it fits his style, and and they can work yeah. together that way. And yeah. also, like, like Angelico is sort of. Uh, it is sort of just like uh, I don't know how to describe him. He's he's just sort of like he's really good performer. His character is just sort of like really stuck up uh, while Jack Evans is just the most mouthy piece of shit ever. And I love it. I love it so much. My favorite <laughs> is when my favorite is when what's the move that he does? It, is he he just does like a, a suplex or something. And then he gets up and he's like, that was the greatest suplex ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is it is it just like a bridging like Northern Lights suplex that he, he does, and then he just was like ah yeah he's like yeah. how do you kick yeah. out of the greatest move ever yeah yeah <laughs> he does some he does some great moves yeah I guess yeah he's, him he's, aligning he's so mouthy too and he's so, him he's, aligning with the hybrid two would be really funny RVD with the hybrid two and Henny Cole and Jack Evans I, I so yeah. I, I think this I think the story is like yeah he shows up and he tries to be all buddy buddy with Moxley and Moxley's kind of like not having it yeah. And then like then they could have some sort of thing where it's like, yeah, he like tries to get in with Taz because it's like, you know, remember ECW days, all this stuff. And Taz is like, no, not interested. And mm. then they have like a tag team match where like Mox and him win. And but Mox is still really not kind of liking how suddenly RVD showed up and started like really trying to be close to him. You've seen yeah. this before, all this stuff. And that's maybe where it's like, Moxley. Well, Moxley doesn't really do interviews. He just says promos. Where maybe then he's like, "I've been reading what's happening. I've been reading what everybody's saying online. I don't know what RVD's motives are, but what are his intentions? But remember, I always have. I, I uh, maybe it's something like I'm always watching my own back. Yeah. I've learned over the years you need to watch your own back, and I'm watching mine twenty four seven or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and then maybe it is this thing where then, uh. Moxley gets attacked by the hybrid two or something like that. Or, or finally uh, they have like a blow off where it's 
Moxley and RVD. And that's the moment where it's like RVD shows his true intentions. And then that's where the hybrid two come out. And and it's like secretly he's been fishing up the scheme behind the oh, behind the scenes. Yeah. And now he now he's formed this like mini group to help him. And so then it's the three of them versus Moxley because it, it's pretty much how they always end up portraying someone against Moxley is like it's like multiple people against Mox because they have to show how you know strong he is and how intense yeah. he is. So it's like, you know, you have Brian Cage with Ricky Starks and Taz, you have Lance Archer with whoever you have uh mjf with wardlow and like uh you have eddie kingston with the lucha bros and and the butcher and the blade and so you have like it's always just like how do you overcome this next hurdle moxley and then he does yeah okay so then i think something else to include is like to end the team taz feud with rvd i think rvd and the hybrid two have to face ricky sarks and brian cage uh with somebody else like i think mm, they they're yeah. like oh taz is like i'm gonna teach rvd a lesson maybe he like talks to jake the snake and recruits lance archer too mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's lance archer brian cage and ricky stark which is the hybrid too and rvd <laughs> like that's like crazy it's like <laughs> oh like like rvd and the hybrid too it's like they're probably gonna get their asses kicked yeah but i think then they sneak out a win yeah well i think um a funny like an awesome spot would be like you think that jack evans and angelico are just like dummy like they can't wrestle anymore and lance archer's coming in to do like a a big move or something like that and a chair just comes flying in and uh like lance archer catches it and then like rob van dam does his like crazy like side kicky Spin Jumpy. kick, yeah. Spin kick, yeah. And just, like, kicks him out of the ring. Then Ricky Starks comes in. Uh, then, like, yeah, RVD, like, hits him with a strike or something and then hits him with a rolling thunder. And then Brian Cage comes in. <laughs> but then Angelico and Jack Evans are, like, now, like, strong enough to get up and they all gang up on Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. And RVD hits a huge frog splash onto brian cage and pins him and then they win and then they like pop champagne uh, uh rvd's girlfriend just come in. <laughs> yeah they're, they're like everybody everybody's they're, twer- they're twerking they're doing the yeah and he's like yeah oh, man. It's, it's it's also the part of wrestling that i think we all kind of wish we could forget <laughs> that was okay side tangent it was also one of the things that i didn't really because people uh, what was it? It was when Damian Priest won the North American Championship. Loved mm. it. Loved that he got that chance. You know, it was a great match. The latter match was awesome. But then they finished it off with him getting into a hot tub with two with two women. And I just was like, okay, that kind of ruined it for me. Because <laughs> it's just that, that part of wrestling of like the like, we use women as <laughs> as uh, as like glorified <laughs> It was kind of like sort of I just didn't really like it. Right. I and get that's that. sort of that's sort of the area of wrestling that I'm just like, mm. yeah, I'm just tired. But, of I, but I think for this specific story, oh, it and, makes it and it RVD's makes you, character. Yeah. It makes sense. So let's say they let's say he they win this match right against um, Team Taz and Lance Archer and they 
they are, are like happy in ring, but then they go backstage and there's the hot tub and the girls are like twerking and shooting the champagne. And he's just like, yeah, I'm back, baby. It's RVD. And, <laughs> and maybe he sees Mox and he's like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> and maybe it's maybe it's like simple enough that RVD just like grabs a bottle of champagne and sprays it on Mox. And and Mox is just like, what the what? Yeah, yeah, what? it just pisses him off. <laughs> it's like it's like I don't like you. Yeah. Like, even though we had like a random tag match when I came back, because it's like, oh, it'd be hilarious if they tagged. I don't like you. And you just covered me in champagne. So maybe he just like immediately starts <laughs> beating up RVD. Maybe, maybe it could even be a thing of like, it's like, yeah, come celebrate with us. And the mocks like, like, uh, yeah, gives him the cold Good. shoulder or whatever yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and goes yeah. out or whatever. And then maybe it's like the next week or something where like Mox is in a, in a match or whatever. And then he wins. And then RVD comes out with champagne and they're like, we're going to uh, celebrate your match. You won, yeah, Mox. Yeah, yeah. You. And with his girlfriends where, and with hybrid too. They're just like, yeah. And then, and then they're, and then they're like celebrating and whatnot. And, and like, and then, yeah, he sprays them with that. And then Mox just t- sort champagne. of, yeah. But then he, he sort of just like gets mad and he grabs RVD or like, or maybe then he just slaps him across the face or something. And he's just like, what you, like, what what's or, or or he like takes it and he just like throws it away and then that's where RVD like slaps him maybe and then I, I'm just I'm just thinking of like what is it that then makes RVD mad enough to take a champagne ball and break it over top of Moxley's head oh okay yeah so maybe he like sprays him with it and John Moxley is like are you kidding me he like slaps yeah he slaps RVD and everyone's like whoa 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 and then RVD is like, you don't like, dude, it's like, yeah. you should respect me. Like, yeah. I'm a veteran. Like, I saw you like from way back. You're just like, have you ever heard of ECW? <laughs> He's just like yeah. getting right in his face. And then Mox uh, maybe like turns away to try to leave. And then that's where. Psh, yeah, the he smashes head. it. Yeah, exactly. And then he. Yeah. Then like Angelico and Jack Evans and do some moves on and beat up mocks while he's like on the ground and then get rvd gets up and hits him with the frog splash oh they just and like that. they just like grab a chair or something put it around his neck or whatever and yeah, and, yeah. and and just like the classic just sort of like trying to like hurt him in some way yeah what if they like yeah what if they go and get a table and they they set up the table oh, yeah. and they're like punching him they're doing fake wrestling punches of course <laughs> yeah and uh yeah they put they put uh mox on this table and an rvd gets up and just does a frog splash onto him and and then everybody they crack another bottle of champagne and they sprayed on him and yeah his, his girl his girlfriend's a twerking on him and stuff <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like oh oh, oh my god <laughs> this is embarrassing like this guy's the aew champion and this like this oh this old dude, I, I don't want to I don't want to say he's a has been obviously because I I like mm-hmm. I like RVD a lot, um, but yeah this guy kind of 
seemingly came out of nowhere who is just like trying to make friends and stuff. He's like, oh, all of a sudden this guy's like kind of injected himself into the title picture by beating up the champion with his cronies. Hybrid too. Yeah. And then it can and then it can be a thing of like maybe they both got promos of they each think that the other is an embarrassment. Yeah. We're like RVD's reason is like you're an embarrassment to our sport and like like you were selfish, like you're selfish prick. You like every single time a friend like gets close to you, you turn their back on them. You left all of us, blah, 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 blah. And then it's like and then Moxley's reasoning is like, you're a husband. Look at what you're doing. You used to be one of the most respected athletic performers. And yeah, now- you're like, he's like, you're like one of the toughest son of a bitches I ever knew i ever watched and now what are you doing you're dancing you're smoking jays you're <laughs> drinking and it's like oh uh, yeah it's like you're you're embarrassing like you're you're a grown man you have a family yeah and this is and this is what you're doing and then rvd is like you're you're incapable of loving anything other than wrestling ask your wife who hasn't Ooh. seen you for months on end who is clutching her cell phone every time you're in a match because you put your body on the line and, and you allow yourself to get hurt. And this is where it gets like a little bit dramatic. Cause yeah. for the most part, this is like a funny view. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's more just to be like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's more or less not to be like ever super dramatic. Yeah, Moxley's matches so far have never gotten like to the point of being like, crazy dramatic it's just that they've gotten they, they it's touched on it a little yeah yeah just as like the turn of like and this is what they're fighting for you know he's yeah and basically that like really triggers john Mark. Mm-hmm, yeah like, uh, he's like what do you mean i'm incapable of loving something other than wrestling but yeah and then i think um i think some good moments that you could have then after are like you could have like a handicap match with the hybrid two versus moxley yeah yeah where, where, he, he, where he, he just, just sneaks out on top right like obviously yeah, he, the odds are against him and everything but then it's like you show how good moxley really is yeah as a wrestler i think he, he like hits like a paradigm shift and then he gets like the bully choke onto like jack evans who just like passed. oh no he just has yeah he just, no. he's like he's just like <laughs> he'll break him otherwise yeah exactly it honestly i'm surprised that bulldog choke is i'm really happy that they have moxley doing it now because it was just like all right the paradigm shift cool but like the fact that he's like all right fine i'll have a submission as my move now and then he's been consistently using it i'm like oh this is great and it's good to have that you know because it's like it's too expected for like a repeatable finisher like that like imagine if if stone cold had like a an actual submission that he would mm-hmm. use like instead of just being like oh it's going to be a stone cold thunder and yeah. he's just going to spam it six times and he'll well, win. It's like how they also gave um they gave uh Rowan Reigns the guillotine. Right. As as a move now where it's like yeah of course because the whole point is that you want to like make your opponent suffer in some way. And mm-hmm. so now instead of just like a spear, a Superman punch, ooh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like no, he like grabs <laughs> a guy and chokes him the fuck out. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, and and with Moxley, it's like it, oh, 
him applying that to some of the people that he's that he's faced, especially like him doing it on a uh, Eddie Kingston, where he's just like wrenching back so hard. I'm like, oh my yeah, like, god, that looks like yeah, it really like, hurts. <laughs> barbed wire on his hands, man. Yeah, like like well, even, on his arms. Even you like there's that, but then even just how like how much torque he puts on them of like stretching their back and everything. Oh, it's so yeah. Ugh. And yeah, if that was on Jack Evans. I think he's snapping half. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So so Mox just absolutely. Well, he sneaks by, but he wastes Jack Evans oh, yeah. with the bulldog choke. And of course, RVD will come in and just like. Remember how we were saying earlier, John Mox is like, I'm always watching my back. I'm always, you know, yeah. watching my back up, protecting myself. This time he wasn't because this will be like a repeat of the shield spot where then RVD sneaks up behind John Moxley with the chair and just hammers him. Yeah. It's like he uh, just yeah. it's it's got to be like he he chokes him out, taps, he just gets up and then boom immediately. Yeah, exactly. Um and I kind of think I don't know, what do you think? It I don't think that they're Final match should be a hardcore. It shouldn't be a hardcore. Match. It should just be a wrestling match. I think. Yeah. I think. I think because then that kind of shows like. I, I'm surprised that. Well, no, MJF kind of did it where MJF was like, uh, "No, we're not going to do a street fight. We're not going to do anything. It's going to be a wrestling match because I don't believe that you're a good wrestler." You know. Yeah. And I think then even then even if this, it's like, yeah, sure, you'd expect. Rob Van Dam versus John Moxley would be a hardcore match in some way because of both their history. But at mm. the same time, maybe RVD could say, like, you rely on that, like, you know, you rely on it too much. I don't think you could beat me in just a regular old match. Yeah. And it's like, and I, uh, like, let me show you what a career of being uh, a top of your game is. Uh, like, uh, like, let, let me show you, like, how I've evolved past ECW, past just hitting people with chairs and stuff like that. And like, uh, let me prove to you that I am the seasoned veteran that deserves this title shot. And their and yeah, their, their final match will be for the AEW title. Yeah. And maybe it's even a thing of that. Um, uh, RVD doesn't believe that Moxley will even put his title on the line against him. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like, why don't you think, uh, you know, if you really think you can beat me, Marcus, put your title on the line. And and it's just as it's just RVD kind of goading him. And I think that's yeah. probably within the next couple of weeks would be before leading up to it. And maybe it's not even on a pay-per-view because obviously the next pay-per-view after uh, full gear is revolution. And that's where Kenny yeah. Omega is going to be. And maybe it is this thing of that uh, uh, RVD, you know, it, it then ends up being a match on dynamite. And it's just this. Yeah, it is. You know, are you willing to put it all on the line against me? Like, yeah, what you say, I'm a joke. You're the joke. Uh, Mox, you know, uh, maybe then, uh, you know, yeah, we have RVD attacking him after that match. Uh, maybe then even they attack him more. And maybe the week after that handicap match, Mox doesn't show up on TV because maybe he's not medically cleared. Yeah. And so then 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 there you have a chance for kind of RBD to show his chops of maybe someone comes out to defend Moxley. May, like who would be a good 
babyface. Maybe like Will Hobbs, I guess, or, or yeah, I, yeah, that makes sense. That will that Will Hobbs maybe would come out and be like, be like, I I want to see what you're made of, old man. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, i'm just thinking of someone that is like a face that would come out and not necessarily like defend moxley but like kind of be like you've only, you you need to shut your mouth yeah i think will Hobbs is a good choice for this actually and then like that's where rob van am can show like what he truly can do in like a one-on-one situation where then yeah, they just t- like he has to win yeah for sure he wins and then they just like torture will <laughs> yeah yeah in the in the in the middle of the rig it, it's that sort of thing of like you are you ready moxley like you see what yeah. you're getting into you son yeah. of a bitch yeah like and they, like, they, oh maybe the every oh. every every week that you're not here i'm just gonna claim my stake even more to yeah what will eventually be mine yeah so the, then maybe the week after that he would wrestle uh another person who is uh like associated with mox uh vaguely uh but this one is like the match before their uh clash together and he wins and then just like spray champagne all over the person as well just to like uh echo what we established earlier Mm -hmm. and his girlfriend's twerking on the body of this (laughs) (laughs) katie forbes is twerking 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 Maybe um, I mean it could be a thing where he, like he does it again and everybody's booing and like oh my god you're so disrespectful yeah. fuck you Rob Van Dam all this stuff and he's just loving yeah. it he's just like yeah that's right no I don't care about it what ain't you think mm-hmm. and then like um I mean you could have it be a silly moment where like uh uh, uh Moxley it's getting up to the week. Like maybe it's the week before they're supposed to have their match. Yeah. Right. And Moxley still isn't even on TV. So -hmm. then it's like RVD is like, well, I guess since Mox hasn't been here and no one's heard from him and I might as well just we we do the I declare myself the champion. Yeah. (laughs) And then that and then like maybe they have like a celebration or like a party or something like that. And then Mox like is. Like in a costume or something. Or he pops oh, yeah. out from somewhere. Uh, maybe they like, I don't know. Maybe, oh, maybe it's like at a hotel or something, right? And they're in the pool and then they were room service. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like silly way of getting yeah, Moxley, yeah, yeah. Moxley there and he shows up and he just attacks RVD. And they like, I like, I like a good hotel beatdown. So yeah, let's say like, um goes out he and de- throws him in the pool yeah he <laughs> declares himself the champion and he he is like having a celebration at this hotel and like everybody's there the girlfriends the hybrid two all the heels he, yeah yeah he, because he, he they order because even though that they're probably like screw you rvd i want to be champion they're probably just like hey we got it's, a party. Food. it's party yeah it's a party food. yeah fuck all the Good guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, he orders room service to his room specifically, and then he gets there and he like opens it up and it's like I don't know, something stupid. <laughs> like it's the, I obviously can't just be like a piece of shit, but it'd be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's just like you just need some dumb way to have Mox then be there, like even if it's like <laughs> 
even if it's something like um uh uh, uh he, like RPD is gonna get a massage. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. He's like, yeah, it's a private, it's like a private massage instead of room service. So then, yeah, he's like, he lays down and he has a towel on, and he's like waiting. And then, John oh, Moxley, you can have, you can have a, you could get real heel heat where it's like he's expecting to get like a like a happy ending or something like that and he's like oh yeah like are you are we gonna do full service and it's like really sleazy and creepy yeah. and shit and then and then just and mox ends up being just coming in as the masseuse and just gets him immediately into a choke and like throws him and then it's just yeah and it's yeah. rvd with a towel wrapped around him fighting moxley yeah yeah and i think and a really funny spot is like to repeat a spot that he did previously is he could paradigm shift rvd through like a glass table in the hotel <laughs> or yeah it could be you could have a moment where it's like uh maybe they're in like a uh, they brawl down the down the hallway and then it goes into like the dining room and throws himself over some chairs or whatever yeah. um uh and then like he throws him through like a glass window into like the pool area and then yeah. and then it just and then it like Box does something to to throw him into the pool, and then RVD is just knocked out, like floating he's like, there. He's like, yeah, floating. And then and you're like, oh my god, did Mox kill RVD? <laughs> and then it, did he murder him? And then and then that's where it leads to. Then they have their official match the next week. It's just yeah. that last sort of like, no, I was gone for like two weeks. I'm back. We're gonna have our match. This is now heated. Yeah. You attack me, I attack you. Boom. And it would be funny to, in this match, for RVD to reference some of, like, John Moxley's old moves, like, when he was Dean Ambrose. So he, like, does the wacky line. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and hits him, and he, like, he, like, acts all crazy, like, ah, like, the lunatic fringe. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, he does, like, the Lutez, like... <laughs> And he's like, he's kind of like kind of making fun of Mox in a way. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and then he's got to hit the moves. He's got to do the moves. The rolling thunder, the spin kick. He's got, I think he tries to do a frog splash. Mox uh, knees up and gets him into the choke. I think that might be the final spot or close to the final spot. Yeah, I mean, even... If it was a thing of like Mox hits the paradigm shift on him mm. and then like Jack Evans and, and Elko are there and they like distract the ref. Oh, so then yeah. They can't. He can't uh, count. Um, you can't uh, do, do a, a count out for. Or yeah, you can't uh, count the pinfall. Yeah, because you're like, obviously, he would have won there. But then it ends up being that he does the bulldog joke on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On him for, like the, for the win. Um, I like that. I think that's a really easy thing. And like, yeah, of course, Moxley's matches are always very. Very rough, but then uh, methodical in the in how they're structured of just like brutal hits and 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 you do kind of rely on whoever he's facing to help tell the story of what it is. So, yeah, having RVD like do callbacks, make fun of him, all yeah. that sort of stuff. And maybe even it's like you give RVD the props of like, oh man, it looks like RVD might actually win this, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you you get 
Mox hitting the paradigm shift, the hybrid two come running down and it could and be try a, just, it could be a distract the ref or grab the ref and pull yeah. them out and then they get thrown they get thrown out. They're like, no, you guys go to the back, you're out of it's here. It's Bryce Remsburg. <laughs> Bryce Remsburg just like you're out of here. You're out of here. What? How how yeah. can I even no. be out of here? I it's like I interrupted the match in some way. Yeah, yeah. Jack Evans and Helico just like their long limbs just like And then you could have like RVD like low blow Moxley or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he he'll low blow him and then maybe like like spin kick him in the face and then get up onto the turnbuckle to or on the top rope to hit the frog splash. And he goes and it's like he's in it. He's like the highest he's ever gotten in a long time. And then Moxley knees up. Yep. Transition into Bulldog Choke. And and he like just taps out RVD like almost instantly. And well, I think it gets on him and he's and he's really trying to, but then Moxley just cranks it. Just tightens it, hard. yeah. And then he's just like yeah, there's no, there's no way that you can. Yeah, there's no way that you can, <laughs> yeah. can get out of it. And and that would end that mini feud. Like he, yeah. he, I mean, absolutely it, destroys him. It's nothing really. crazy. It's not the longest like set, but it's just a way. To, like Moxley, like I said before, he's really good at having these like mini feuds that like matter. Yeah, and make people look good and like makes him look good, and so. I think that that's a great way of doing that. And plus then like, you know, if we were thinking of like the dream world of what it could be, because what's probably going to happen in the real world is it's just, we're just going to start getting into the Moxley versus Omega. Like Kenny that's, stuff, yeah. that's where we're going to start getting to. But if it was our dream world and we had this happen before that, then that's where you introduce Omega and like Omega comes out and like attacks Moxley or comes yeah. out and like kind of, you know, has been watching them this whole time, maybe throughout this feud, it's like Mox or Omega's like really like paying attention and watching it and sort of Omega keeps having really good singles matches here and there against people. And it's always just like, Oh yeah, I'm coming for you, John, you better watch out at revolution. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and, to be, and then like JR or, or like, uh, or, um, uh, 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 Excalibur, Excalibur, Tony Schiavone asked him, like, you know, what what would you do if you had to face RVD? <laughs> and then that's where Mox and that's where Omega can kind of still be on that fence of like, is he heel? Is he a good? Is he is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Where he kind of like hypes up RVD, but then kind of says like, I don't I don't approve of his lifestyle choices. I don't approve of his lifestyle. That's pretty funny. And I think another. Uh... This could segue into a mini uh, feud for the inner circle versus RVD and his team, um, because maybe Chris Jericho come can come out at uh, post this match on another dynamite, and he's like really mad at RVD for the amount of champagne he's wasted. <laughs> so he's like, "You gotta treat, oh yeah, he's like, you have to treat a little bit of bubbly with respect. What you've been doing, you've been wasting it, you know." All the fans of the the AEW fans, like they've been trying to buy a little bit of bubbly for years. I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to contact many different suppliers of the highest grade champagne grapes to make this new batch of yeah. a little bit of bubbly. And all you're doing is spraying it all over the place. You're breaking bottles. This is, yeah, that's very disrespectful. And I expect better from you. 
<laughs> and they have their little mini feud where that'd be funny. The, it's it's the inner funny. circle versus RVD hybrid two and the girlfriends. And it's like, <laughs> it, 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 would, it would probably end in some sort of champagne gimmick match. And that would be the end of RVD's brief stint in AEW. Wild. I, I think it's really funny. Though. It's, it's like really funny. wasting so much champagne. Oh yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. No, uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, it, it's, um, again, not that like it's the longest feud or the most dramatic feud, but it's like, you know, I think you can put any really good wrestler paired with Moxley and you're going to get a good match no matter what. Mm. So, yeah, it's just then what do you base that feud around? And, and if it's like this thing of coming in and trying to be buddy buddy with them and then. Uh, kind of getting disrespected and and so then finally it's turning on him and trying to take away you know everything that he's worked for yeah um but then at the end of the day it does just like cement moxley is like no you're the like there's a reason why you're the champion you know yeah so yeah i like that that's really good that's that's a fun dumb short little stopgap feud for uh, John Moxley, as as we rapidly approach Revolution, where we know Kenny Omega is gonna. Win. Oh man, I'm I, I'm so excited for it. I've I just I don't know. It's gonna be crazy. They they have been doing good long term booking with a lot of stuff, and so uh, I'm excited to see what happens. And little concerned about what is Moxley gonna do after. Like even like not just like him losing the title to Omega. What's Moxley even going to do after he's not champion anymore? It's crazy. He might take some time off. Yeah, he might probably. go wrestle in Japan. Yeah, no, he's been a really good. He's been a really good champ. I mean, there's only been two champions. Yeah, um, but he's, he's pretty been, amazing. But, he's, but but like, yeah, right now, like Jericho and him, like the AW championship. Like they've had a lot of different challengers for it over both of their feuds, but like having the two of them as the two like first main champs within the first year of of AEW and Dynamite and stuff, like that title feels legit. Yeah, and whoever holds the title is legit. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, really, really enjoying that. But there we go. There was John Moxley versus RVD. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, and how you would have booked the feud and if there's, you know, anything weird or wacky or funny that you would have done in that in that feud. Um, But uh, we'll get along and get to our audience questions. So if you want to, you can submit your viewer questions to uh, us, either on our social media, uh, commenting on our social posts on Facebook or on or, or even on the uh, comment section on the YouTube version of the podcast. Uh, or, of course, you can always send questions to our website, unknownairfilms.com slash book events. This week, Anthony, our question um, is, what is your favorite genre of wrestling? So my interpretation of this is that, like, I, there's a I would say like in terms of genre of wrestling, like matches and stuff like you have super sports entertaining where it's like super dramatic and mm. and all this stuff. You have really like uh, intense, like classic wrestling 
there's hardcore. We now are in the age of like uh, uh, the cinematic matches. What what do you oh, what, what's boy. your what's your sort of uh, uh, favorite thing to watch? Or even then, what 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 do you not really like? Like, is there a is there a style that you're not really a fan of too much? Mm. And yeah, maybe it's just because like I have a short attention span, but like I really like matches that move really fast and like when people are like oh it's just a spot fest like that's my favorite i love that i love spot fests but a match like recently that i really liked was at um the uh nxt halloween havoc um that women's match was awesome oh yeah the the uh table ladders and scares match yeah it yeah. was it was dope there was amazing spots and i legitimately thought that candace LeRae was dead <laughs> i was like that ending was crazy i was like holy holy what what is happening yeah but she's it, it, it she's uh well known for willing to take crazy spots so yeah and i also really like hard-hitting stiff matches um, like over the last couple of years, I've really started to follow Japan and New Japan Pro Wrestling closer. And they have like very subtle long term storylines that pay off in a really big way in ring. And I think that is really, really cool. Nice. Um, and they really just beat the piss out of each other. <laughs> yeah, these <they> matches. Do. <laughs> um, I guess I think um, I really I honestly really do love like weird sports entertaining match like matches. Like I mm-hmm. like when it, it's tough. It's like I really love when it's goofy and wacky and weird, but it needs to be. It, it's such a fine line of like it's either too much and dumb or really compelling and funny and interesting and good. Where mm. it's like, um, like. I cringed so hard when Aaliyah Mysterio and and Buddy Murphy kissed. I hated that because <laughs> I'm just like, this is too much. This is too. It's not a match. It's not is, a match. This is too dramatic. But like that sort of storytelling of the match, you know, right. Of right, like right. what's going to build up in that storyline. I'm just like, oh, uh, but when it's like. Goofy and weird, like, um uh from halloween havoc the dexter loomis versus uh uh uh, cameron grimes where there's zombies and stuff like i love that because it's weird and it's dumb and it's silly it was so funny when cameron grimes goes into the washroom and he's like oh does loomis have a sister oh mind if i do takes off his vest he's like oh yeah and he opens up the curtain and it's like a zombie and he's like "Ah!" yeah (laughs) or like i love the firefly funhouse match from wrestlemania 35 yeah like because it was so referential it was very meta but it was also very funny and weird and like cena just dove right into making fun of himself which is great Mm -hmm. i love that he does that um or they can do that about himself um but when it's the other side of the coin like the all the like like I know that they love to do like weddings on in WWE and 
and all that stuff where right if it's done to the point of like this is ridiculous and goofy i like that but when they try to take it so it becomes very melodramatic i guess that's what it is it's like the melodramatic stuff i'm just like eh, not really that good mm, but when it yeah. gets when it, it crosses that line of being like goofy and weird i love that yeah yeah agreed agreed where it's sort nice. of nice like emotion should just come from the actual storytelling rather than trying to like force emotion into something like how can you turn your back on me uh it's like no it's like one of the most emotional matches we talk about it a lot is Shawn michaels versus rick flair wrestlemania because mm. obviously that's going to be uh, emotional because it was his last match and there was true emotion in that match um while then really artificial fake emotion is where you go is where like you know this person is married to this person um and you know that they're not actually broken up you know that like like you you know all this stuff is going on bobby lashley rusev wanna (laughs) yeah you're like this i'm not invested in it it but it hasn't crossed that goofy side where you're like okay this is really entertaining right like Although when it started, when they had their wedding and it started to reveal all the people that wanted to say something, that was kind of funny because Liv it just Morgan? started getting dumb. <laughs> Randomly live Morgan just out of nowhere. Yeah, that's and yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it gets kind of weird. It's like, what? And then, uh, you know, yeah, Rusev leaves the company and the story and then Lana and Bobby Lashley get a divorce and yeah, the hurt, the hurt business. But Lana gang through put through eight tables in a row. That's funny. And I like that. <laughs> we're starting to we're starting to see a Lana face turn from her getting she's she's getting baby face cheers now after she gets absolutely dummy through tables by Nia Jax it's, week after week. Yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, like it's Ridiculous. it's cross that line of getting wacky, then I love it. But if it's like trying to take itself too seriously, that's where I'm like, I don't know. she's for sure going through a table in Survivor Series. I mean, it, by her they own can just, team, they can just keep doing it, and it's great. And as long as she's cool with it, and she is like, no, this is funny. I'm down with getting yeah put through tables and stuff. Then sweet, I love it. <laughs> I want Lana to be the sole survivor and win the match. And then uh, everybody yeah. to come celebrate with her, and then Nia Jax puts her through a table. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, you won, but still. <laughs> yeah, she gets like all of the pop in the world. Everybody's cheering. Like they cannot believe that Lana of all people yeah, was the sole be... survivor. And then Nia Jax comes back with the rest of the team, and yeah, it'd be weird. That'd be so. That'd be so good. In reality, um, what's gonna happen is. Bianca Belair is going to be the sole survivor and team, team SmackDown is going to win, yeah, right? Probably. And then they'll blame Lana for the loss and Nijax will put Lana on her shoulders and Simone drop her through a table. Um, who do you think is going to be the mystery? Now we're on a side tangent. The mystery oh. person on Team SmackDown. I'm pretty sure it's Charlotte Flair. Probably. Yeah, but we'll see. Unless there's, unless there's an NXT call up because... Right. Because Rhea Ripley. Mercedes Martinez. Or Mercedes Martinez. Or Chelsea Green, because Chelsea Green has kind of been hovering in the nowhere zone for a while. Not that, like, she would get that big of a pop. Like, I think they'd have to do, like, a pretty big person. Mm -hmm. So, I don't don't know if 
the Raquel Gonzalez and Rhea Ripley stuff is done for now because if it is, then I could see Rhea Ripley being that person. But also, as you said, Charlotte, it would make sense for her to come back. Well, uh, let us know uh, online in the comments uh, what style of wrestling match, like what kind of genre isn't your favorite or is your favorite. Um, And to cap off this episode, we have our match recommendation of the week. And Anthony, I got a great one. Oh, you okay. that I never knew about. I didn't even know existed. And it was recommended to me on YouTube because I was just looking at stuff, uh, searching the webs. And I found a clip of the Young Bucks hitting Maria Canellis with a Meltzer driver. Beautiful. And that took me down a rabbit hole of weird, great things that happen in like Impact and ROH. And <laughs> it then recommended a match to me from uh do to do to do uh roh versus uh new japan pro wrestling war of the worlds yeah i don't know what year it is um but it's kingdom versus the bullet club so the bullet club at the time was uh the young bucks and aj styles versus uh kingdom which was taven and mike bennett or mike canellis uh with maria canellis uh also with Adam Cole. Um, and this is like this is like pudgy Adam Cole <laughs> where, oh. where, where he wasn't it, it, like he was making that turn. Um, I think this is before. Yeah, this is definitely before he joined Bullet Club, obviously, because AJ mm. Styles is still the leader of Bullet Club. Uh, but it's just a wild, crazy six person tag match. Um, and it just gets it just gets crazy and weird and wacky. Um, my favorite point is where there's a few crazy points, most of them involving Maria Canales, because she takes some serious bumps where like she almost gets put into a styles clash. She gets Ugh. like a triple super kick. She gets triple super kicked by like all of the Bullet Club members. Um, God bless, God bless pr- Maria Canales. I'm pretty sure maybe I'm not remembering it correctly, but I'm pretty sure she takes a Panama Sunrise. Um. It, she she yeah she's crazy but then also like adam cole is great in it like all of everybody's acting is so fun in in this because it's classic bullet club um classic like roh with all those guys so uh it, it was such, such a fun match to watch it's like a 30 minute match and it's tons of like Oh crap, is it gonna end here? Oh crap, is it gonna end here? And I didn't even know I don't know too much about ROH or Impact because I didn't really ever watch it, but like I just saw this and I was like, oh my god, this is so this is such a good match. So I recommend that. It's just on YouTube. So check it out. Check that out. It's uh War of the Worlds, Kingdom versus Bullet Club. Comment. Comment the algorithm sent you. <laughs> comment, comment, <laughs> book it, Vince sent me, and no okay. one will know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Um, and of course, as always, if you have any match recommendations to us, just let us know on social media and stuff. Cause we'd love to check those out and then maybe recommend them to more people. Hell yeah. But there we go, Anthony. That was our episode. Um, if you want to follow everything that we do here at unknown air films, you of course can follow us online, Twitter, and Instagram at UE underscore films. Uh, you can follow myself personally online at Barton underscore minute. And you can follow Mr. Anthony Hall. At Hall and Jokes on Instagram and Twitter. Boom. Baby. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening or watching. Go watch some wrestling. Be safe out there. And we'll catch you next time. Tippy. This is our thing now. We just close out with the two sweets. <laughs> we should. Why not? Perfect. Perfect. <laughs>